With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by TourTips.com, the online golf betting resource. TourTips subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%. Their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit tour-tips.com, the online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tindall and James Butler. Golf betting podcast post round one of the Open Championship. And uh, we have got the leaderboard. We've got the new odds ahead of round two. And as always, I am joined by legendary golf betting pundit Dave Tyndall. Dave, I have to confess, I haven't seen too much of the golf there. I've been busy elsewhere. But looking at the uh, the top end of the, the leaderboards, Louis Oosthuizen, who has been a feature, hasn't he, at the top end of leaderboards in the last few majors, is doing it again. He's leading the field on six under. Yeah, brilliant today, Louis Oosthuizen. The South African has been runner-up in the last two majors. was plodding along early on, played first seven holes in par, par them all, and then he... He went a bit mad, birdied 8, 9, 10, 13, 14, 16. And suddenly, um, he was in with a 64, shot to the top of the leaderboard, played great stuff today, who stays, and former winner of this tournament, obviously, 2010. Also runner-up in 2015. Both of those were at St Andrews, so there was a slight doubt whether maybe, you know, he's just good on that particular open course, which is a bit of a different one to most, because how wide open it is. But um, no, he showed just... What a great player he is today to, to shoot 64 and lead by one. And um, as we'll come on to, it's a good place to be up in the lead. It's not just kind of handy. It's all, almost vital. Right. OK. We found out in the last major, listeners, didn't we, that Dave's got these stats that he likes to reel out. It sounds like he's got another one up his sleeve. But Louis says in the South African, he's on six under. Brian Harmon, Jordan Spieth. 
five under. You've got Dylan Fratelli, Webb Simpson, Mackenzie Hughes, and Benjamin Herbert, and a friend of the uh, Golf Betting Podcast, Stuart Sink, are all on four under. That means the uh, top end of the uh, market ahead of round two sees Jordan Spieth as big as nine to two. Louise Tazen is in there at fives. You've got Colin Morikawa. He's uh, third favourite now at uh, this price of 18. Dustin Johnson, 20s. Webb Simpson, 20s. And Brooks Kepka is 20s as well. Sounds like you've got something to tell us. <laughs> yes. Um, let me hit you with some of these then. So I've, I've, I've gone back to 2005 when Tiger won at um, St Andrews. And this is how important it is to start fast in the Open. 13 of the last 15 Open winners started with a round in the 60s. That surprised me. I thought there might be a few 70s, 71s, 72s, but no, 13 of 15 shot around in the 60s. Of the other two, Molinari shot bang on 70 at Carnoustie in 2018. And then the one outlier is Padre Harrington, who shot a 74 before fighting back at Royal Birkdale. So maybe if you've backed someone like John Rahm or Rory McIlroy, who shot, Rahm shot 71, McIlroy 70, you're thinking, oh, no, no worries today. Um, Rahm is outside that kind of stat area. McIlroy is clinging on to it. But then you kind of see where they were on the leaderboard. Obviously, today, scoring has been very good. So 13 out of 15 shot under 70. 14 out of 15 ended the day inside the top 20. You look at the leaderboard now, Ram is outside the top 70. So statistically, he's he's gone. He's out of it. Same with Shane Lowry. Same with Bryson DeChambeau. Same with Lee Westwood. All shot 71s, which on the face of it, you'll hear all the TV commentators saying, well, a good round tomorrow and they'll be back in it. History just says, no, they won't. So rather than me blathering on about, well, anyone could win from here. No, I'm, I'm not having that at all. I'm saying the stats, history says you've got to start fast. I mean, if you if you want to go down further, 10 of the last 15 winners were actually in the top six after round one. Okay. So it really is imperative you start fast. If you look at the top six now, you've got Ustase and Spieth, Brian Harmon, Mackenzie Hughes, Dylan Fratelli, Stuart Sink, Benjamin Hebert, and Webb Simpson now. Without being dismissive of some of those, who are you really looking at there? Ustazen and Spieth, I would say, the, the top two, four to one and five to one. If anyone just wanted to back both of them now, I couldn't put them off. Sink, maybe he's won this before. Can he win it again? I don't know. Simpson is the other major winner. So possibly, you know, it's extending the, the net, maybe. If you go with the fact, so 10 of the last, 10 of the last 15 were in, in the top six, 14 out of 15 were in the top 20. So if you look at others who are in the top 20 still, you've got people like Justin Rose, you've got Scotty Scheffler, your mate, Colin Morikawa, you've got Tommy Fleetwood. They're all in the top nine. Then you've got Victor Hovland, Paul Casey, Dustin Johnson in the top 20. Basically, John Rahm, if you're listening to this, save yourself a hotel bill. <laughs> Just pack up now. Yeah, well, if it, Presuming to, for him, second is nowhere. If he wants to win it, he's got to overcome all sorts of open history. You say, even if you give him the benefit of doubt that that seven back isn't that bad, it's the, the amount of people between him and the lead. 70, 70, so he's tied 74, so there's 72 players between him and the lead. I mean, that's, that's just an awful... I mean, it, he's just got to be outrageously good from here and then hope... Any of those 70 aren't as outrageously good as him because they'll beat him. There's a, a Laura Laura golfers between him and the uh, the summit at the moment, isn't there? Just going back and doing a bit of housekeeping on the, the preview pod, um, I saw your tweet earlier 
Um, good start for the 13 to 1. Um, Acker, DJ 68 to beat Bryson 71. Garcia 68 to beat Polter 72. Kepka 69 to beat Rahm 71. Reed was only just starting out at the time to beat Fitzpatrick 71. What did Patrick Reed finish up with? The bottom one isn't going so well. Fitzpatrick shot a 71. So all the people I opposed shot over par, which was a decent thing. Reed shot 72. So that so one's trailing by a shot, but we're in a good position, really. Yeah, still still plenty of uh, golf to play there. So that uh, 13 to 1 Acker, if anybody followed that yesterday, it's... Uh, it's got it's got legs, hasn't it? It's got chances as we go through the uh, next three rounds of the Open Championship. Let's get on to the round two bets then. Tell us where we're going. So just, I mean, the, once you extend it beyond the top six to the top 20, there are plenty of names in there and you kind of, they're priced as you might think. But you've got to think Sergio at 50 to one has got a chance. He's in the top 20 after day one, shot a... A 70, uh, 68, sorry, birdied the last two holes. I, I was looking at Sergio because you mentioned him actually yesterday, yeah. didn't you? You said your mate was basically giving him good raps from what he's seen with him on the course. And he's had a good opening round. Yeah, he's had a good open opening round, five birdies. Just had a little wobble midway through the back nine when he made a couple of bogeys, but ended well. In his interview, he, he spoke. It all sounded good. It sounded like he'd had a good day, uh, which was good. Uh, Good to hear. It's not like he was overcritical about himself. He just thought he played really well. Can you reflect on your first round here at the Open was the question. Sergio says, yeah, it was a nice round. Very happy with it. Obviously, very happy with the finish. And the other, the other thing that he revealed, he actually got stuck in traffic on the way to the course. He had to get a police escort to get him through. So he only got there with half an hour to spare. We had a lunch engagement, didn't we, uh, on Wednesday? And we were both stuck in traffic on the way to that. No police we escort helped us out. No. But yeah, no, he, he, it's a quick, one of these sort of quick flash interviews. He's not, he's not spoke an awful lot, but a couple of quick questions have been put to him. So he ends by saying, I felt like I hit a lot of good shots out there. I made some good putts. Over, uh, overall, it was a good solid day and I'm excited to keep going more, doing more of the same. So as I said yesterday, it sounded like he'd been hitting it well in practice. He's hit it well again uh, today. Driving accuracy. 71.43%. So he hit plenty of plenty of fairways, which is good. The field average is only just above 50. So Sergio was uh, was impressive. Hit 72% of greens. His putting was better than the field average. So he, he's had a good day in all aspects, Sergio. So it's, I think 50 to 1 for his open record, so many top 10s, top 5s. I think it's been dismiss, dismissive to have him down at 50 to 1 pretty much across the board, isn't he? Yeah, so we're going to pick up uh, Sergio Garcia, 50 to 1 each way as we go into round two. Then I didn't realise that my uh, my tax money went to escort um, overpaid golfers to the uh, first tee in the morning. Well, you can uh, back him at 50s and then you'll get it back. <laughs> Is there anything else that we need to know then ahead of round two? As I say, I, I am tempted to just say back speech or something like that, 9 to 2. Because if it's him and Ustase, if it came down to the finish, you know who you'd be trusting there. Who stays and so many runner-up finishes in majors. Spieth just looked the man, didn't he, today? So not an official bet, but I wouldn't put anyone off at nine to two. Just the one that I thought was a bit more value. I looked at the weather forecast tomorrow and it, it does seem a fairly even split, but it, because it's going to be another sunny day, the course will bake out a little bit. So most of these good scores on round one came in the morning. So I'm going to pick Sergio's playing in the afternoon the wind seems fairly balanced but um, I don't think it's too bad an idea to to pick another outright player from the morning the one will 
we'll head back early after a really good day today is Tommy Fleetwood. Shot a three under uh, today to finish inside the top 10. Very nicely uh, positioned. Tommy Fleetwood ended with a birdie to, to leave a nice positive taste. He was one over after five, so he did really fight back very nicely. Looked all smiles when he was interviewed afterwards. He is 20 to one, Tommy Fleetwood, from this position. Runner up to Shane Lowry last time. You know, from these sort of positions, he, once he starts well, he can really uh, kick on Tommy Fleetwood. He's gone close in a couple of US Opens. So I thought Fleetwood of the morning stars at 20s and Sergio from the afternoon wave at 50s, both already high on that leaderboard. Sergio 19th, Fleetwood 9th. I don't think he should be messing around looking outside that top 20 as much as there's a long way to go. I think history says this is where you need to look. History is important to us on the uh, Golf Bang podcast. So Sergio Garcia, 50 to 1. Tommy Fleetwood, 20 to 1. And if you fancy it, Jordan Spieth, who is right up there, 9 to 2 for him to go on and win the Open Championship. Dave Tindall, as always, a pleasure to uh, talk to you. I'll talk to you again ahead of round three. It'll come out, the podcast will come out on Saturday morning, though, because uh, I'm busy on Friday evening. Um, but I will look forward to talking to you then. Yes, uh, we'll probably have some match bets um, on Saturday morning because they'll be getting off a bit later. Just very quickly, if you do want a value match bet for tomorrow. I'm going to put up Kevin Kistner at two to one. He's up against uh, Phil Mickelson and Tyrrell Hatton. Mickelson, not at the races today, shot an 80. Just It makes his PGA win look even more remarkable now yeah. that he's, he's sort of shooting these sort of numbers. So Mickelson, it's not going to be his week. Kistner uh, shot a 70. Hatton shot 72 and spent most of the day kind of berating his bad luck. So if you take your Mickelson out of it a little bit, it's Kistner to beat Hatton and Kistner 2-1. to one, That's a big prize. Kistner has got an open pedigree, finished a runner-up before. So uh, Kistner at 2-1 to one would be my three-ball match bet. Get the microphone open with Dave Tindall. He just keeps reading off these tips ahead of round two at the Open Championship. Whether you follow Dave, whether you go your own way, gamble responsibly out there, everybody. Enjoy the golf. As I say, we'll see you again with the uh, podcast ahead of round three early on Saturday morning. Bet Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi-sport Bet Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for all the information. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.